I'm Shivani Gupta and welcome to the Ask Shivani Podcast. I believe that one of the best presents that you can give yourself is time to be able to sit down and ask yourself some questions. I believe that the quality of the questions that you ask yourself will determine the quality of your life. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Ask Shivani podcast. I am so excited about um, our guest today. She is the CEO, creator and director of Newcastle in Australia's leading luxury studio for the last 10 years. And in her previous life, she was a solicitor, so a really big change. And she also worked in banking and finance in the UK um, and a number of other financial institutions. So her story is really about transitioning out of that corporate life to really being in flow, which is such perfect words, considering that she is um, the creator and director of um, a yoga studio. Um, And her way of life now is really about being more fun and authentic and real and passionate in everything that she does. And she's also about bringing spiritual wealth and professional knowledge and love to commitment and practicing yoga because it's really about a healing energy to our community. I had the opportunity of meeting Sveta when I used to live in Newcastle. She was my yoga teacher and we've had so many different weavings of life. It's not funny. I'm just so excited to have you here today, Sveta. Uh, Thank you. I'm equally as excited to be here, Shivani. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast show. Isn't it amazing how our lives have just sort of intertwined in so many different ways over the last decade or so. Um, I think I knew you and met you just before you started the studio. So, yeah, so about, yeah, 10 years ago. No, I know. Where is that yeah. gone? Um, Sveta, you know, it's such an interesting background that you've got. You've worked in the UK, you've worked in financial institutions, you've worked as a solicitor. Take us through a little bit of that journey. And when we talk about journey on this podcast, we're always really interested in, you know, those three or five transformational moments, those highs and sometimes pretty lows that have got you to where you've got to tell us about that okay uh, no problems at all in the um well when I graduated from university and I was um I was on a scholarship uh with uh, Westpac Banking Corporation at the time so I transitioned straight from finishing university to working for the bank um here in Australia and then an opportunity came up for me to uh, work overseas um, in the UK. And I remember the time um, quite clearly when I had the offer to go um, overseas. And my boss at the time, who was um, heading up the, um, the legal corporate team here in Australia, he was like, oh, you're too young. You're, you're just too young to go. And um, I thought, okay, I know I'm too young, but I'm going to go anyway. So off I went and um, it was a wonderful experience for me being there for the couple of years I was working um, at was Sims and Simmons was a law firm that I worked for but what I realized when I was overseas and working and earning quite a lot of money I mean especially back then when you um, converted the pound to Australian dollars so I did save quite quite a bit of money um, I realized that I was there and I achieved what I thought could make me happy so having the status um, you know, the wealth um, associated with being a you know, high-end solicitor um, in the UK. But there was something that I wasn't, deep down, I wasn't happy. And so for me, it started at these little, as these little thoughts. And then I just noticed that, I don't know what, um, I do know what you're like. Everything happens from within you. 
right? So I remember at that time, these little thoughts were coming up for me, feelings around not being, you know, not feeling centered or grounded living in the UK. And I remember my brother at the time saying to me, you know, you can come home. You can, you can come home. <laughs> and I just thought I'm going home. So after yeah, two years, I decided to come back. I went, I was still in the corporate world. So I went back to Westpac because they didn't want me to leave. And um, from then on, I yoga found me, uh, to be honest. Um, it found me, I had tight hamstrings. I was rowing at the time because in London, I started rowing. So I was rowing at the time for Mossman Rowing Club. And um, I just I remember my first classes, like it was just that sense of going for the stretching, the physicalness of the practice. But there was something inside that awakened uh, within me. And it was just like, oh, this, this feeling. And I knew I just wanted to share that. And though those small, um, those small amounts of time that I spent in the practice in the mornings really changed from being morning yogi practitioner to evening and morning practitioner to then when I was feeling sick to go to work, wanting to go to and do yoga. So that's how I it started as small things, feelings, and then the environment around me changing to align with what my vibration was. Um, that's the only way I can uh, really describe it um, in terms of that, that transition. But there was certain moments where I was just like, yes, I know that this sounds really crazy, uh, what I'm doing, but this really aligns with what is gut intuition, but in alignment with where I want to be and what I want to do. That's amazing. That's incredible. And you've created a, quite an extraordinary studio. So tell us about, there's a lot of yoga studios. Tell us about like the point of difference. I've been there um, in your previous one and your new one like that. Just amazing. So what ends up being the differentiator outside of you, which is a pretty big differentiator? <laughs> Thank you. Um, the, the first most important thing for me is the space and the energy that you feel uh, when you come into um, the studio itself. So I know that you've, um, you've seen this new studio and I know that you've been um, to the previous one. So with the, with the previous one, you know, around the fit out itself, this feeling of light energy, um, this um, particular one here and now it's more about the practice and feeling grounded and centered uh, to self. Um, so when someone, you know, first comes into the studio, the ultimate impression for me as they walk in is that feeling, like that feeling of um, wanting to connect, feeling aligned. But, yeah, in this one, I definitely about feeling grounded and supported and nurtured. Um, I mean, just in, in terms of the way that the studio design's been made itself, um, and then from that space uh, comes the teachers, the instructors, you know, the support staff um, around that. And then in terms of the offering that we have in terms of the, the classes themselves, the workshops um, also and teacher training, you know, so really diversifying ourselves into that. Um, I know that for our next steps where we're looking to, because we have such a wonderful site, um, as you know, is... Um, bring it more into a wellness um, aspect as well. So looking at the whole individual and looking at the, the modalities of the business to align uh, with that and where, where people are going and growing and evolving um, into as well. That's amazing. And Sveta, we all have, you know, challenges that come our way. <clears throat> Some people use just different techniques or different rituals. What do you do? Like when stuff comes from you whether it's small or big 
do you have a process, do you have a way that you go about dealing with things that are thrown at you? Mm, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, I have, I have my daily rituals and my daily rituals revolve around meditation and my yoga practice, you know, of course, obviously, um, with things, what I notice, um, a lot, um, about myself and then even like with students who come in is this sense that we either seem to be back here, um, or wanting to be there. And I think where we miss the mark a lot is just coming to, the moment um, that we've got at hand. So I, a lot of us, and even for me, you know, in particular, when I'm finding that things are feel, I feel that things are being thrown at me. It's that sense of just sit, still, hold space. Okay, what does this feel like? It's about. Uh, what is my knowing? Um, what is it that you know I'm, I'm really looking to tune into from this experience? So it's really important on those those moments just to be able to be in that place in between or where life happens for us, which is right now. That's, that's amazing. And I love the fact that you draw the way that you do stuff in yoga and your daily practice into that. Do you end up teaching some of that or do you find people come to that because they're also challenged in their lives and you're finding that people are coming to sort of find that space as well? Mm, yeah, I think um, I think people come to their yoga practice for different reasons. Like I think that people who are early on in their practice come for, you know, what I said before in terms of stretching and opening the body. But then something happens, like something for a lot of people awakens within them. And then so we start to, I start to drop themes or drop messages and you kind of look at people's ears prick up <laughs> or even um, after class, it's like, oh, you know, I was really interested in what you were talking about. You know, where is that from? I like to reference a lot from different authors um, that I follow. Uh, Deepak Chopra's are one of my favorite ones. Um, so I'll reference um, from different authors and then, what I know in particular now, Shivani, is that people like COVID, impact of COVID, the pandemic, what we saw at a global level from that was how government structures respond to an emergency situation um, and the impact of that on our civil liberties and how we feel that our freedom has been taken away from us, which it has been um, in terms of the barriers and you know, um, different um, demarcations and how we're restricted in movement um, you know, traveling and, and and all this sort of stuff, even social behavior um, itself. What I'm noticing from that is um, our mental health and well-being. So when we're speaking, myself teachers here are speaking about those things about the most important part of ourselves, which is our well-being and health and our mental response to things. I, I think that that's what people really want to hear at the moment. Yeah, no, that's that's amazing. Um, so what about um, aspirations for the future? What are some of the things that you go, you know, I want to do that? Um, you know, it may be personal, it may be business. Like what are some of the things that come to you in terms of what you'd like to do? Mm. Um, I want things to be easy. I know that. <laughs> I really want to relax um, into things. Um what I notice in terms of the business, we get a lot of opportunities that come our way. Um, I even just got an email last night about including a different style of yoga here in the, in the studio that's not really been done um, here in Newcastle. So uh, considering, you know, things like that. And then for me, it's like considering whether or not they're in 
alignment or in my vibration of, um, you know, of what I want it to be. Um, in my personal pathway, um, I know that I'm always wanting to explore different areas um, of my life. So different people are showing up um, in that aspect uh, for me. Um, but what I'm finding just as well is that I want to just get back to here and just really aligning and just listening and sitting and spending more time in nature and, you know, spending lots of quality time with loved ones as well. So, yeah, making it easy, being in the flow. And then from that, like, things come our way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they do, don't they? And um, I think you've spoken about the fact that um, when you're in that space, um, then aspirations come rather than focus on aspirations and then finding space. So that's kind of what I heard was when you're in flow and you create that space and you do nature walks that sometimes then when opportunities come, you can sit with that a lot more in a different, different way. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, when we get out into nature, we realise that we are really part of nature, that we're the universe itself. So we feel this bigger connection, you know, to something so much greater than our individual self. And then that puts us into that realm of, okay, well, what is possible? You know, what, what is possible? What can I create? That expensive feeling that I feel. Because a lot of us, I think, get caught up in our heads and in our thoughts. But when we can come into that place of feeling and from that place of feeling and allowing big shifts definitely happen for us. Yeah, absolutely. I know you've already spoken a little bit. You touched on a couple of points and I know that uh, you run a pretty amazing uh, studio and so yoga would absolutely be part of your wellness practice. But what are some of the other things that you do around, you know, rituals or practices around your wellness that you either have daily or do you do stuff annually? What are some of the things that you do? Uh, for me personally or for the business? Yeah, for me personally. Um, definitely take time out. I'm going to take time out at least once a month for the whole weekend and allow that to be about nurturing myself. Um, from 2020 to now, one of my big, biggest learnings is looking and taking care of myself. Um, so whether or not that's just, you know, even just getting a massage or catching up with a friend over a cup of tea. So this aspect, reading, I'm definitely reading a lot more, you know, getting out to nature, but yeah, just get, definitely getting away and taking myself out of the, the bubble of the city that we live in because Newcastle is really growing and expanding uh, too. So allowing for that on a monthly basis, like that, that check-in uh, with self. Um, I haven't, I've missed retreats, to be honest with you. I haven't been able to go on to an international treat, um, retreat since I was in Greece two years ago, um, so pre-COVID. So I know that for me, um, I'm missing that aspect of it. So definitely a lot more interstate road trips and looking for retreats interstate as well. And tell me a little bit more, um, Sveta, when you have the weekend off a month, what do you do? Are you like completely off the grid? Do you have your phone off? Do you have everything off? Or do you have moments where you'll come back to that? Like, do you really have solitary stuff or that will also, you know, include other people? Tell me, tell me more about that because people talk about that often doing annually, especially women that I come across. But I love the fact that you've come up with something monthly. So tell me like the structure of it or how unstructured it is in terms of how you do that particular weekend? Um, I will have my phone off for most of the time and will probably check in um, late afternoons, if anything. So I just let my day start off just away from technology. 
Um, just starting off just with meditation, walking along the beach or something like that. I'm pretty lucky in terms of I can get away to my mum's house because she lives right on um, the beach. So I have that beautiful escape from there. And then a lot of the time during the day is just spent journaling, like really journaling around how I'm feeling, you know, what's going on for me, um, self-reflection on things that are happening within the business and within my personal relationships as well, and then kind of fine-tuning more into that and then learning more about myself. I think what happens um, for me a lot in that business or day-to-day run of things, you lose that connection with self and really getting to know who you are. So just allowing for that time on those weekends, like, you know, once a month, just to be able to be like, okay, what was that all about? You know, what's this about? You know, what is my deepest, you know, yearnings? You know, who am I really about? Like just getting to know self and spend time. Yeah, really spend time with self. So mm, I love that. I don't think, I know I don't do enough of it. And I come across most of the people mm. I come across don't do enough of it. So I love the fact that you build that into your life on a on a monthly basis where you just have that rather than this other thing. And aren't we all missing overseas travel? Oh, my goodness. I think, uh, I think the yeah. first year I was good, I was like, yeah, okay, well, you know, this is really important and this has got to be done. And, like, the last six or seven months of like, I want to travel again. So I know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like one of my um, one of my good friends travels a lot. I mean, that's her whole life and um, in terms of the, the stuff that she does on social media. So, yeah, it's really affecting, um, um, you know, a lot of us. Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, tell us more about your studio. And also if people want to follow you, I know um, I follow you on social and really love some of the stuff that you post. But also tell us about the studio and how to get in contact and how to perhaps experience the studio But um, and whether you're running online stuff as well. But also tell us about how people can contact you. Yeah, no worries at all. So our our website is our, is our main form of contact. So um, um, yogaloft.com.au um, yogaloft.com.au and um, from that we do get a lot of um, contacts via our Instagram account so we get a lot of DMs sent to us so that's yogaloft Newcastle um, is our Instagram um, our email address info at yogaloft.com.au um, and then you know you can contact us on our mobile phone number that's listed on our website as well um, a lot of our um, classes were live streamed during um, COVID. We have one live stream class now on uh, Mondays, like um, after we, um, we finish this podcast today, um, because that caters. We have a, um, a disabled student, so so we still want to be able to cater uh, for all of our students at different levels. So that's um, a live stream class that we're doing. And then a lot of the classes um, are face-to-face classes. We have workshops once a month and the workshops focus on meditation. So that's a two-hour workshop um, that people can come to um, and attend as well. And, yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, a lot of it um, we're doing like in the studio. And what I found um, during COVID is that the practice was really affected where everything went online. And, and, you know, thank God for that because, you know, can you imagine people trying to get through um, what we've had to go through and continue on um, without having the, the support of the practice um, and of our meditation itself. Um, but now what I'm knowing is that as we're changing, like we're into this place of this unknown, but we continue to evolve and change with it, the practice is itself changing as well. But a lot of people are coming back you know, into the studio. Um, we're located on 121 King Street um, here um, in, in Newcastle. And, um, yeah, we're um, offering teacher trainings as well if anyone is interested in doing 
and furthering um, their, their yoga career um, or their yoga practice as well. That's amazing. Um, <clears throat> I found even though I'm not living in the in the same city anymore, you know, I still get my newsletters and I get a bit of an update and I really like that, just knowing kind of what it's up to and um, and absolutely worthwhile having a look at that for the people that are listening. And if you're going yeah. through you're in that city, you probably already know all about it, but if you're going through that city and you are a yogi, just kind of taking the time and booking in and, um, and you know, allowing to come in for a, for a casual class and doing that, it certainly changed my perspective on a lot of things. Um, Sveta, I know we weave in and out of each other's lives and um, mm. I know a number of people that have gone through your teacher training. So just thank you. Thank you for doing what you're doing and um, bringing this amazing um, Eastern practice in so beautifully into our Western world. And, um, yeah, thank you for being on here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to see you and just to hang out with you just for a little bit as well. You're gorgeous. Awesome. I'm Shivani Gupta, and you've been listening to the Ask Shivani podcast, where I got to ask some questions. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow Ask Shivani on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And if you haven't done so, please go to the Apple podcast and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It would mean a lot. Thank you. Thank you.